And now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out, back live from the BCFM studios. Yes, we're back again. We are social distancing, but back in our home. I'm Lara Lanami and on today's show, more of us. Lots more of us. Can't complain. <laughs> the trans cycle ride. Uh, Steph catches up with those that are running it. And... Under the br- brolly. Under the brolly, oh, yeah, yeah, our lovely friends over there. So, all coming today, right here on Shout Out. Dum dum dum! I've missed doing that so much, and I know I know all my fans have too. Um, hello, hello! I've missed you so much seeing your bright bold head. It's a thank and you. your beautiful face, of course. Um, so, it's you? weird because we're not quite sat next to each other because we're I social know, distancing. I can't so smell you from here. It's annoying no, me. And, and some are even further away. Hello, Terry. Hello. <laughs> I can't smell you either. No. no. Oh, Terry, I can't look and at you. And you can't smell me, which is just no. as well. And no. it's, really, it's kind of weird because, like, where we've been doing it remotely, it's all been on camera and yeah, like, hasn't yeah, it? As yeah. well so as. You can see everyone. Um, so, but of course, Terry can't let us see us because we're in the studio. Oh, so, no. sorry, mate. You, you just have to space. hear us instead. So, I mean, my voice studios, armchairs. Oh, my voice is the best part of me anyway, so it's fine. Well, my mouth is, so... So, but anyway, a a huge thank you to all of our listeners for for putting up with it over the last few months. Uh, It it wasn't easy for us either to keep it it going, as I'm sure all the people at BCFM and uh, other stations will um, attest to. It is not easy when you suddenly can't access it, and you're like, oh, how are we going to keep doing the show? But but we we managed to keep going. I think, Andy, we need to applaud you and Steffi. Like, you guys have been amazing. (laughs) you've got the show together you've done everything you've uh, honestly I'm in awe of your like and you do work on top of that so I honestly would like to say from me and other listeners thank you so much for continuing to bring a shout out week on week so kind of you gorgeous Uh, speaking of hello Steph hello um, I'm surrounded by my usual bulletproof glass yeah it's fine it's my protective shielding from you (laughs) exactly (laughs) who's protecting you guys from me well, you're, you're the meter away at the end of the desk. Yeah, I know, so. but I'm still, uh, like, dangerous. Like, mm. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, bring it on, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. I'm on did, fire. Did, did you get caught in the rain by any chance, by oh the way? Oh, my God. I'm so wet and not in a good way. Like, <laughs> honest to God. Like, I thought the best thing to do was ride here on a cycle, get your exercise in. You know, you need that every day. And... I'm coming here, so it's great, and it's a, a short enough distance. But and it's the type opened. of rain that makes you wet, isn't it? It's the wet rain. It's <laughs> well, okay. Like, yes, I had to pause then because there was many things going through my mind. Yes, it is the very wet, wet rain. Good off comment, sir. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I just realised Andy's reconnected as well. Hello, mate. yes. Yes, hello everyone. Hello. Um, and it's, hello. Good, it's good to get wet in the rain. That's what uh, the, the plants and the garden like. So. Yes, but not human beings. Not hu- I'm not absorbent. <laughs> I I'm actually... If like, I'm in a swimming pool, it's kind of fun, exactly. isn't it? I like yeah. being wet in a swimming pool. I mean, Lord, we're talking about being wet so much today. But like, yes, I love <laughs> being wet. Just what on holiday, on a beach, with oh. a pina colada. Well, you'd be pleased to hear the weather oh. is about to get better again. Oh, people keep promising me that. <laughs> no, no, no. From, t- from tomorrow, it's going to start getting warmer again and it's 
going to get warmer throughout next I'm week. I'm going to come after you if it doesn't. So, so just remember that. I told you I was dangerous. I'm scared of I, you already, Lara. I mean, you don't need to threaten me anymore. I know. I love it. It's like rule by power and fear. <laughs> so yeah, so. I, I'm not. I need the sun now. I'm I'm done being drenched through. Um, I don't even like but riding bikes. You do the wet thing so well. It, it suits I know. you. I look like a drowned rat. Fabulous. <laughs> a fabulous drowned rat. Gorgeous. <laughs> Amazing black uh, but, but brown rat. Pa- paler Sorry. than you could be yeah. if there was more sun. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Um, I don't know. No, I'm not because um, I don't really get pale. I don't really know what pale on black people are. My daughter-in-law, she can. T- she's black, but she, mm-hmm. she can tan. There's oh, a difference. Yeah. Like what? you can tan, but like I, I, I don't. There's parts of me that visibly go darker. Okay, we won't um, go there. No, no. <laughs> uh, but like, I don't. Oh, honestly, you two. I don't. So first week back in the studio, behave. No, <laughs> the studio is meant to be misbehaving. This is my playground. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I haven't been here for like a month, like three months. Like, I'm going to misbehave as much as I can. Um, no, I don't. I don't call it tanning either because I feel like that's a white person term. So okay. I just say getting blick or just blick going darker oh, it's see. a black oh, term yeah. sorry oh. no, yeah anyway so it's going darker but yeah I don't really notice it very much okay. I'm really dark and beautiful so of course you are I keep saying I'm gorgeous I mean, you, but go, I really... you go to the other extreme my other half's ginger and he just goes red he, he yeah. just burns he can't yeah. go out in the sun it's yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. I said, I yeah, said where, where's your favourite place where, where's your favourite place to go on holiday and he was like Let, let's go to Iceland and oh, do the wow. ice hotel I was yeah. like, oh. my, my eldest son he's also a ginger um, so he has trouble and, uh, so are you allowed to say that word ginger well he's my son <laughs> well that's not the point you're not ginger <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, only a reclaimed word from gingers? Uh, yeah, gingers. yeah oh, that's what he calls himself a ginger. Oh, okay, fair. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, he's married to a Bayesian mm-hmm. Blackwood, so he has suffered living in in Barbados, and oh, it's yeah. taken him quite a while to, to get adjust. a little bit of a tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to deal with the the genes that you're born with, I guess. So yep. yeah, some some of us can just absorb it better than others. And I actually do hate the sun, um, but I like I like English. Sun because That's it's because you go out at night. <laughs> oh, you make me sound like I'm you're, you're the world's in biggest red. party animal. That's what I mean. Okay, right. Okay, so guys, let <laughs> me give you a piece of information. Three years ago, when I was in uni, I I'll, I'll give you that name. Like, but uh, now you, are you I've calmed, it? Are you Yeah, it? I'm an uh. old granny. Basically, I'm stuck. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> cat's claws out then for that. Well, I must admit, you're carrying off the six-inch red stilettos oh, very thank well. You, thank you. I've got to walk the streets at night later on. So, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Pat show coming up. Um, I think you, uh, the interview was with uh, you. Did it this week, didn't you? I did. Yes, um, uh, a cycle ride, a one thousand miles cycle ride. Mm. Ooh. Yes. Ouch. I did ask some questions about the painfulness of that on the bus. Mi- one mile or? 1,000 miles. Jo- Land's End to John O'Groats, but they're zigzagging. Uh, oh, I see. So they're going across to Southampton. And I, I really know. would you love definitely to need lots of lycra for that, won't you? Oh, Terry, <laughs> you thinking about the lycra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm thinking about lycra and I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. Well, it would dry out quicker, I suppose, if you oh, got wet, yeah, wouldn't it? That, so. that is true. Anyway, that, that's coming that's up inside. in a bit. Uh, before that, um, it's going to be the news in a minute. Um, but before the news, we're going to have a track. So uh, we'll be back with you in a minute, Terry. Um, stay with us. You're listening to Shout Out. Hi, we're a Julian Tito, and you're listening to Shout Out Radio. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. 
Ooh, that's I love a jealous. That it's called jealous. Oh, I'm jealous of you, Andy. Um, and it's by a group called Chromio. I'm jealous of your hair. And what, what hair? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm jealous of the fact that you're doing well and you're dry. Oh, God, I wish I was dry. But also... <laughs> I'm just loving being back in the studio. Do you know, I'll, I'll let you into a little secret. So, hello, Would hams. you prefer a matte finish or a silk finish, nice? Always silk. <laughs> I'm so decadent. So, so smooth, so decadent, so divine. Opulent. Darling, darling. So Own everything. This is why we're not in the studio together this very often. No, I was just like thinking that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did you want to say something, Andy? So, no, well, I, I was just going to say hello to Hans. Oh, okay. So it's nice to see you in person. I know. Albeit through a glass screen at fabulous. the moment, but... <laughs> It so. does feel very, very strange, but mm. I'd rather it was like this than not at all. Yeah, that's Me too. true. Yes. I have missed your beautiful face. And do, do you want? I'll let you into a little secret. Sure I was, I, I was just like, actually, um, I, I've got time, so I showered and shaved and put aftershave on, and, and actually made an effort because I'm like. How long has it been since so we've been I. out? It's just for me. So you, just say, for you. you say it's for Shams. Yeah. Like it, it's, no, it's, it's all for Terry, really. <laughs> I put on makeup. Oh, thank you. And I, and I stuff. Like, what's it called? Mascara. I did too. Can you not tell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabulous, darling. Um, but yeah, no, I put all for hands. Like, I was like, God, look wow. sexy. Mm. Um, and, ter- and, I'm and Terry as well. Terry's the main well, man. Speaking of sexy, it, it, is, it, it is uh, um, Terry and hands on you. So <laughs> are we ready, both? <laughs> <laughs> Born ready. <laughs> this is Shout Out News on Thursday, 9th of July. The largest community newspaper for the Irish population in Britain, the Irish Post, explains that after several months of acting as an interim Prime Minister, or to give it the correct Irish Gaelic title Taoiseach, the gay Premier Leo Varadkar has handed over control of the Irish Republic's government to incoming Michael Martin. An inconclusive general election in February saw no overwhelming majority for any political party. Mr Varadkar, who was also the first Irish Taoiseach from an ethnic minority background, had led the Fine Gael-led government for three years before calling the ultimately unsuccessful election for his party. Now, in an unprecedented alliance, Fine Gael has joined forces with Fianna Foyle and is to govern with the support of the Green Party. Peter Foyle's Mr Martin is the new Taoiseach, but according to the Irish media, in late 2021, Mr Varadkar will return to the role as part of the power-sharing agreement between the two large parties. The coalition between the two parties will keep Sinn Féin out of power. Sinn Féin is led by a woman, Mary Lou MacDonald, and has a strong gay rights platform. However, the party is traditionally controversial because of a historical link with Irish Republican armed conflict. Irish politics is relatively complex for students of the British political scene to understand and is a little beyond the scope of this bulletin. However, there are a wide variety of parties represented at Doyle Aaron, that is the Irish Parliament in Dublin. They include the Greens, Irish Labour, Social Democrats, Solidarity and Antu. LGBTQ political activists will be keen to mark the fact that at the February election, the Irish Freedom and the Nationalist parties, which are both anti-gay, failed to secure any seats. 
Channel 5 Television has started broadcasting the campy, gay-friendly classic series The Golden Girls on a weekday lunchtime. Following the lives of four elderly ladies sharing a house in Florida, the programme originally was made in the US between 1985 and 1992 and gained a huge following in the UK thanks to Friday Night Slot on Channel 4. With their head Rose, man-chasing Blanche and hilarious mother and daughter combination Dorothy and Sophia, the programme also dealt sensitively with issues of the day, including HIV, homosexuality, animal welfare and sexism. But it was characterised by wisecracks and a fast-flowing humour. If you've never seen the programme before, then check it out at lunchtime at 12.15pm. Signs of the 80s on BBC Radio 2, which airs on Friday nights, is this week looking to the July of 1985. 35 years ago, two mega-concerts in Philadelphia and Wembley united the globe in a fundraising telethon to end all telethons, raising money for famine relief. It was a rare moment of global solidarity, and arguably, in a world where war and suffering are commonplace on television, news and in the internet, it might not happen these days. But back in 1985, stars came together to entertain and showcase the cream of rock and pop talent. One performance, above all, sticks in the mind. Freddie Mercury, the bisexual Asian hero of rock, was at his pompous best, strutting the stage with his band Queen, and apparently more than one modern pop star watched flabbing from the sidelines and quipped, we've just been totally outclassed. It was a triumph for Queen, and considering that many rock journalists had written them off as an old hat act, it was a high point in their illustrious career. There's another LGBTQ link for Live Aid, though, quite apart from the performance by Madonna, who was at the height of her 80s fame and already beloved of many gay people. The original idea for the concert, and a lot of people don't know this, actually came from Boy George. George had participated in the Band Aid single Do They Know It's Christmas in November 1984, and just before Christmas, on the 22nd of December, concluded a tour at the Wembley Arena. His band Culture Club were joined on stage by some other pop stars of the day and performed Do They Know It's Christmas as a grand finale. George was totally overcome with emotion as his fans joined in, and after coming off stage, told Bob Geldof that the next step in the Band Aid project should be a concert. In January of 1985, Geldof confirmed to the Melody Maker music paper that a concert was definitely in the offing. So join Gary Davis, who back in 1985 was a pin-up DJ on BBC Radio 1. He'll be on at 9pm on Radio 2 this Friday, looking back at that incredible weekend in the summer of 1985, when it seemed that rock music really did change the world. And London frontrunners who organise the annual 10km Pride Run to raise funds for a wide variety of LGBTQ charities have taken the decision to defer the run in 2020 and look ahead to next year instead. In a press release they say, the safety of runners, volunteers and spectators is our number one priority. As a large-scale event, coronavirus unfortunately presents a number of challenges. Thank you for your ongoing support for the Pride Run. We will be back in 2021. In the meantime, a community gathering to replace the run will be taking place in August, as people also look ahead to a bigger, more visible and better than ever event in 2021. Meanwhile, if you're in the capital area, don't forget that London frontrunners are an in- inclusive running and triathlon club for lesbians, gay and bisexual men and women, trans people and our allies. For further information and to get involved, why not drop them a line at info at londonfrontrunners.org. For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.org. LGBT. For Shout Out News, this has been Hans Peregrine and Terry Starr. Shout Out News. National and international LGBT news for you.
shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's uh, alive. Yeah, I feel alive listening mm. to that song. And that's uh, Empire of the Sun. Oh, I'm nerd them in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Because yeah, you've been listening to The Weeknd so mm. much. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that song on repeat, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> that song on repeat for weeks. <laughs> so, but yeah. What have we got next? What, song-wise or... No, no. Just oh, it's Steph no. next. Hey, I have Hello. Yeah, your interviewing voice. A really good interview with... Oh, you missed um, her interviewing voice. She's been interviewing for weeks. I yeah. know. Yeah. I've missed hearing it in person. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you're not going <laughs> to... You're not going to hear it in person. No, it's, it's recorded. recorded. <laughs> well, whatever. Okay, I'm just saying I enjoy her voice. That's all. Do you know what? Nobody else enjoys Bristolian accent. Do you know what? I came to Bristol and I wasn't too keen on it. And I'm then not I keen met, on it. Then I met you and I was like, oh, it's all right then. <laughs> if if you're not it. from Bristol, it does grow on you. Because mm-hmm. I, I was a bit like that when I was 18 and I moved here. I'm like, oh. It grows on you slowly. Like so but, but, uh, no, I like it. I, I actually really like it now. And, and it's really funny. I've li- lived here for 25 odd years now. And I go home and my sister's like, oh, you talk all West Country. Yeah, I say my love now. Well, like, I managed to get me tractor in the car park. Anyway, do you want to introduce this? This is Cycle rides that you used to yes, do, isn't it? Yes, um, Peyton and Callum are going to ride a thousand miles uh, for a charity wow. called Chrysalis. Um, a thousand miles, but they're zigzagging, so it's not a, a direct route. I don't think that makes it any better. But, and the, <laughs> no, what, that makes it worse. Miles. A direct route would be lovely. Well, it's nice they're doing a, a, a ride for Pride in oh. Southampton, so it's a cycle ride, a Pride nice. cycle ride. That's going to be difficult to keep social distancing, I should imagine. But anyway, on with the interview. During lockdown, we've had uh, quite a number of people who rose to the top and done really special things, and always for lots of other people. And I have two with me right now, Peyton and Callum. And um, they're just about to do a huge cycle ride. Peyton, would you like to just give us a bit of background about what you're about to do? Hi, Stephie. Um, yes, the um, bike ride is called the Tour de Trance, and it is a thousand mile bike ride from Land's End in uh, Penzance to Chonagrotes in In and of itself is, is a challenge. Uh, we plan to do it over 13 days, which equates to approximately 80 miles a day. I will be riding it with my 17-year-old son, Callum. Hello, I'm Callum. That's Hi, Callum. Callum. <laughs> and um, we are doing it, well, I am doing it, um, as a part of a celebration of my own personal journey. I started my journey to myself for the beginning of this year, and it really sort of kicked into high gear just as we went into lockdown. And... One day, while I was uh, practicing on my turbo trainer on my bike, I decided that I would celebrate this by doing this bike ride. I thought about it a little bit longer and then decided it needed to be a little bit more than just about me and my personal journey. I have received fantastic support from Chrysalis through my my journey. Uh, Can you give... Not on the bike. Can you give us um, a little bit of background about Chrysalis? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chrysalis is a charitable organisation... Uh, that exists to provide support to people going through transition. And that's for transgendered people, questioning people, uh, non-binary. And it, uh, it offers two essential areas. The one is peer-to-peer group support. So it's not group therapy, but you 
build up a group of a network of friends and people that are going through and sharing similar experiences and then they also offer formal counseling so it is very much about supporting the individual as they go through a very difficult and challenging time of their life and they've been very supportive of myself and I wanted to give something back so I decided to pay it forward by doing this bike ride and raising some money for chrysalis and then when I thought about it a bit more and I spoke to chrysalis I thought that there is we can do something a little bit bigger than that even and we can make it about a raising awareness of transgender issues and the nature of the ride is it's across the length of Britain and the, the uh, slogan for the Tour de Trans is across genders across Britain and what we want to do is create an opportunity for organizations like chrysalis that are involved in supporting people in the trance and questioning community to actually link up and create somewhat of a unified national voice and presence. So the idea is that we will be linking up with other organizations as the tour progresses across the length of the country and having little events. We've got one in Totnes planned. We've got one in Southampton on the 16th of August. Oh, so um, Peyton, you're not, you're not actually just going direct. You're, you're going to zigzag then quite a bit. Yes, yeah, we decided to swing via Southampton. <laughs> swing by? <laughs> yeah, we just thought, you know, we added an extra couple of hundred miles because the person wasn't challenging enough. Obviously. <laughs> so um, because of the fact that Chrysalis, that's kind of Chrysalis's main patch around the Southampton, Portsmouth, Dorset, Winchester area, we decided we would do something in Southampton. And the idea is that people will be have an opportunity to take part in a fairly short, easy, ceremonial bike ride called a Pride Along in Southampton. Oh, I like that. Will be an opportunity to, to ride with us, um, not a race or a competition or anything like that, but mm. to really, it's a ceremonial ride. And then we will have a little, a sort of mini Pride event in Southampton as well to celebrate the tour, the, what it stands for, and give people an opportunity to come out and show their support um, in whatever way they choose. So it's, it's meant to be inclusive, and it's really about sending a positive message about the transgendered community of the country. So focus on inclusive, inclusivity and transpositivity. Do you feel trepidatious at all? Because that's a mighty old bike ride. Have you got much backup? Yes, um, we are feeling very trepidatious. <laughs> Good word. Um, That's word of the day, I think. Absolutely, <laughs> word of the day. You can actually cycle to that. <laughs> the, the, we will be followed by my beautiful partner, M. And in a caravan. <laughs> she won't be in a caravan. She'll be driving a car that's pulling a caravan. I just want to make that. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the, she will be following us. So um, the original idea was we were going to rent a motorhome. But when we saw what the availability and cost and that is like, we actually went um, and we have bought a caravan and a tow vehicle for us to be able to do the tour so that we are self-contained, which means that we are not as dependent on places to stay overnight. And if we do need to stay at places, we are self-contained, so we will be able to be, stay in places without using their facilities if required. Obviously, we are planning this tour and, and doing it in a difficult time. Uh, there is a lot changing. Um, we have all uh, you know, experiencing a new reality. So the tour has been designed to uh, 
be as self-contained and as uh, self-sealed, as it were, as possible, so that we can uh, comply with whatever you know requirements are in place wherever we we we, we travel, and to protect ourselves and other people as well. Mm. Absolutely, because we're going across the country, we'll be meeting a lot of people, and we've, we've got to be careful. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. How how do you feel about it, Callum? Um. Well, it was kind of funny because they, they they sort of just came up to me and said, "Hey, do you feel like doing this ride?" Oh, and really? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. What they didn't tell you what how far it was? No, because throughout like throughout my life, I've been involved with cycling, and they've been involved with cycling as well. So it's it's not a new thing to us. We've always loved cycling, and we've always wanted to do the John Erland and John and Groach ride. It's sort of every cyclists dream in britain really or aspiration not maybe not dream aspiration to do the ride and so we've always been wanting to do it but we've never really had the opportunity to do it and we've never been in the right place to do it and then they thought of it and they literally just i was working i was doing some college work um at my desk and they came up to me and they said hey do you feel like doing this ride and i was like yeah okay <laughs> and then they filled me in what they have planned for it and then it just took, took off from there Wow, wow! I, I guess you've got some decent bikes. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. They're not. They're not. They're not your five pound cheapies. No, the I bikes, can imagine. The, the, the bikes have been part of the journey because, um, and this is where there is a lot to talk about on this tour because um, I have been involved in cycling as a sport since nineteen ninety. I'm actually a qualified cycling coach. I'm a British cycling qualified coach. Oh, okay, Peyton. Okay. And when when life when my world started to fall apart pre-transition, I moved away from cycling. And it was only when I really began this process of understanding what it means for me to be non-binary and transgender, um, I started asking the question of whether the cycling was part of me or whether it was part of the person I've been trying to be for 53 years. And I answered that question that it was definitely part of me. Along the way, um, what happened was we only had really one bike between us. So um, my bike, which I had used, broke whilst training. So we ended up not having a bike to use. And the machinations of life have been fantastic. And we now have two wonderful, good, good condition, good quality bikes. Callum has a... Boardman team carbon called okay. lizzie oh you've lizzie named your ones. bike callum i like it oh of course we have to <laughs> we name things here oh, okay <laughs> my, my bike is called sophia and it's a specialized roubaix okay um can i just ask that uh, are bicycles always female gender we had this discussion and uh, i think it's a bit like boats well uh, we've agreed that main most of bike most bikes are females we do agree that there are some male bikes like more mountain bikes where they're ah bit, yeah 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 bit bit bigger a bit sharper a bit harsher on the eyes yeah where road bikes they sort of have curves and they're gentle but a bit more gentle on the eyes and a bit more sexy <laughs> yeah sexy i like that word that goes with a bike i've not not ever i've never paired sex and a bicycle before but it's now in my head forever excellent excellent yeah um now um 
you're going to be doing this fantastic journey. You've got the backup and um, you've got the support. Um, give me some dates. When when can actually people get out on the road? Okay. Um, the dates are... The tour starts on the 13th of um, August okay. in Land's End. And we then arrive in... Um, um, we arrive in Southampton on the Sunday the 16th and three days later we're in Manchester and another four days later we are in um, uh, Edinburgh and then we will arrive in Land's End. So the confirmed dates so far are there is an organized ride along or pride along and awareness event on Friday the 14th of August in Totnes. Okay. And then there is the Pride Along and Awareness event in Southampton on the 16th of August. The other two dates are, are not yet confirmed because we are still looking for organizations to partner with. And we've deliberately, because of the situation that we're in, we've had to leave it kind of till the last minute because we needed to make sure that, you know, we were able to actually go ahead with the tour, etc. Yeah. So uh, all of this information is on the website, tourdetrance.co.uk. And we have a Twitter account and an Instagram account. And then if um, you search up hashtag tourdetrance on any of those and on Facebook, um, it should pull up all of the dates and feeds with all of that information. We're updating it and getting that info out as soon as we have got times and dates confirmed. We will be publishing a full detailed itinerary once we've got the other two awareness events okay. confirmed. Okay, well, what we do, we keep that updated on our website for you. Um, and we put a link to your website on our website as well. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, if possible, we'd like to catch up with you again, um, either while you're um, actually on the, the bike ride or when you completed it. Um, and, uh, I have a... Oh. I have a feeling that on the bike ride we may not be able to do the interview because I think we'll be dead. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. No, it would be lovely to catch up with you when uh, you're actually doing the ride. Don't expect that's me to possible. be on a bicycle. <laughs> just one no, last okay. just one last question. Those mm -hmm. saddles are, look yes. very painful. And when I tried a racing cycle, it really, really hurts me. Is there some special knack or do, do you have a special um, saddle that I've not heard about? Well, yeah, it is sort of, if you look at a bike, you think, if you look at like a car seat and you look at a, a bike saddle, you think a car seat's bigger and you, it covers your whole bum and you think, oh, you're comfortable, you can sit on that for yeah. a few hours and you're quite comfortable. And you look at the bike seat and you look at a bike saddle and you see these people sitting for whole days on these seats that are not even... That half an a uh, half an A four piece of paper. Yep. <laughs> um, but it is actually it is very scientific because it's a smaller saddle because you actually have two bones in your pelvis which are designed to take your weight when you sit down. Ah. So these saddles designed are designed to take your weight on these two bones in your pelvis. They also have the gap in the middle to stop any squishing of any nerves and stuff. In so, that area. Oh, I didn't realise so much science went into bicycle saddle. That's incredible. Yeah, Abs mm. absolutely. It's a science all unto itself. And Callum is one hundred percent right. It's all about supporting your weight on, mm. on load bearing parts of your anatomy. Um, unfortunately, even the best saddle 
properly designed saddle in the world, there is only one way to get comfortable on it, and that's to sit on it. And it does hurt, and it does it is uncomfortable for the first couple of hours. Um, but you get used to it very quickly. And once you've gotten used to that the pressure on those points, there is nothing more comfortable than a bike saddle. They also, if it's a good quality one, shape and mold to you, and it becomes an individual item. So my saddle goes for me from one one bike to the next, as does Callum's. Ah, okay. Um, the, the, the big, wide saddles that have cushioning and all sorts of things that are meant to be more comfortable, in actual fact, aren't. Um, because what they're doing is they're spreading the weight around and creating more opportunity for chafing. So it's just a case of gritting your teeth and going, mm, <laughs> when Love you it. sit down on it, and uh, wait for the pain to go away, really. <laughs> yeah. Great. But they right. do get comfortable, I promise. Thank you so much for spending time with Shout Out. Um, and I really do uh, want to catch up with you in the future. Peyton, Callum, good luck. Thank you very much, and thank, thank you, you for having us on yes. Shout Out. Thank you for the interview. Hi, I'm Heather Small, and you're listening to Shout Out. Shout Out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Older and brave, I will never... That's a boy like you. Uh, and that's by the well. Kids at Midnight. Yeah, you're liking my music choice tonight. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy Shock with that. Horror. Yeah, well, it had to be good. It's the first, first one back, I isn't know. it? I so. know. you're fabulous. I love it. So now talking to Fabulous, uh, let's head over and uh, catch up with Under the Brawley. Let's do it. Hi there, and welcome to Under the Brolly, the My Umbrella podcast aiming to educate and inform the wider community about the lesser-known LGBT plus sexualities, genders, identities, kinks and fetishes. My Umbrella is a volunteer-led support group based in Reading, Berkshire, for the lesser-known LGBT plus identities. We were launched by Reading Pride in 2015, and our aim is to educate, support and socialise. We also aim to signpost those who require the support and advice from other organisations to the relevant services. This podcast aims to give you an introduction to both the well-known and lesser-known LGBT plus identities. My name is Steve, and this month's focus is around International Non-Binary Day, which this year takes place on July the 12th. We also have a few other things to celebrate recently, as it is the NHS's 72nd birthday on the 5th of July 2020, and it was also seven years ago on this very same day since the intersex flag was first used. The intersex flag was created by Morgan Carpenter, an intersex human rights activist from Australia. The flag consists of a yellow background with a purple circle which is unbroken and unornamented, symbolising wholeness and completeness and our potentialities. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. For example, a person might be born appearing to be female on the outside but having mostly male typical anatomy on the inside. However, it is important to note that intersex is a recognised gender. Intersex people are individuals born with any of several variations in sex characteristics, including chromosomes, gonads, sex hormones or genitals, that according to the UN Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights, do not fit the typical definitions for male or female bodies. 
The other big event that will be taking place between today's show and our next episode is International Non-Binary Day, which takes place on July the 12th. Non-binary is an umbrella term used to describe people who identify with a gender outside of the gender binary. It can be categorised under the trans umbrella term, although not all non-binary people identify as trans. The word non-binary describes a wide array of different identities which fall outside of the gender binary and can be related to or completely separate from male and female gender identities. What is the gender binary, I hear you ask? The gender binary is the assumption that all people are one of two genders, female or male, or woman or man. People who identify as man or woman identify as a binary gender, since they identify with a gender within the system of the gender binary. A non-binary person simply identifies with a gender that is not male or female. Kai Rowan created the non-binary pride flag in 2014. It consists of a yellow, white, purple and black horizontal stripe and is intended to represent non-binary people who do not feel that the genderqueer flag represents them. The yellow stripe represents people whose gender exists outside of the binary. The white stripe represents people with many or all genders, the purple people with genders considered a mix of male and female and the black people who identify as not having a gender. So what is the difference between genderqueer and non-binary? Genderqueer means non-normative or queer gender, while non-binary means gender that falls outside the gender binary model. Both of these terms are extremely similar in scope, however in practice their connotations are slightly different. Genderqueer comes with political connotations of queer, which is reclaimed as a slur word, with a strong association with a countercultural sexuality movement that sets itself apart from the mainstream LGBT community. By contrast, non-binary is more politically neutral in its connotations. Non-binary was coined as a descriptive term, originally simply non-binary gender, used to describe the range of experiences that fall outside of the binary gender model. Non-binary is intended to simply cover the widest range of identities and experiences. So there you have it. Intersex, non-binary and genderqueer all in one episode. For those of you who wish to find out more about all the different LGBT plus identities, sexualities, genders, kinks and fetishes, bi-weekly at 7pm on a Sunday evening, you can join the team and myself for Under the Brolly Live. The team will be broadcasting many live video podcasts on Facebook to bring some LGBT plus colour and fun into your living rooms and bedrooms, while we are unable to get out on the road to visit all the different prides that we would normally be doing this time of year. Hit us up on the event to be reminded and we look forward to seeing you there. It does promise to be fun, interactive and informative. But of course, in advance of Sunday, you can also get hold of our LGBT plus mini fact sheets and our My Umbrella Guide to LGBT plus available from our online shop, which is located at www.myumbrella.org.uk forward slash shop. Here you will also find loads of lovely merch in the forms of badges, keyrings, bottle openers, magnets and coasters and a huge selection of various flag designs. And even better, we can now offer personalised products with various flag combinations and can produce almost any flag that is not currently featured on our listings. If you do fancy being part of any future shows, do get in touch. Details to follow. Don't worry about people knowing your name or hearing your voice because we have ways and means to disguise this and you don't have to use your real name. And of course, if any of you want to find out more about My Umbrella or even regarding the whereabouts of where we're next going to be turning up or any socials that we will be running monthly, please feel free to check our Facebook, Instagram or Twitter platforms for more information. Just type in My Umbrella into the search bar of any of these and you will find us. 
As always, for those of you who listen regularly, you don't just need to turn up to a Pride or social event where we are attending to get involved with the show. We would love to hear from any of you out there who want us to showcase your LGBT plus identity or who have any other suggestions for our podcast. Just drop us an email to info at myumbrella.org.uk and put in the subject line under the brolly and let us know what LGBT plus identity, sexuality, gender, kink or fetish you would like us to feature. It could be yours or one that you've never heard of. Until then, we'll see you soon. Bye! information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt Shoutout LGBT Radio for you Now I wonder what you're going to make of this one This is brand new from Yellow The Shoutout Podcast Uh, Do we like that? That's a wubba dubba Uh, That's by by Yellow I'm not really sure what that was What do you think Terry? (laughs) What do I think? Yeah, do you like it? It's very modern well, it's by it's oh, by wow, that's the no. it's, um, it's by the same group that it's by the same group that did uh, the race. Yeah, the race many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Long time. yeah. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Right. Yes, it was. It was quite. It was quite um, intense. That came out. Intense. I, I love it. Repetitive. Yep. And brilliant. I liked Empire of the Sun earlier. Empire of the Sun was great. And the other track. Sounds like my star sign. Sounds like my day. Empire of the Sun. No, intense. Repetitive. Oh, intense. Right. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yeah so on Sunday there's a protest going on um, Black Lives Matter protest oh yes I'm, I'm attending hey, is that here in Bristol yeah yeah oh. yeah um, I'm going to be hopefully speaking at well giving some kind of a speech there um, right. but trying to include the LGBT voice plus voice in um, the Black Lives Matter movement because oh, nice. there's a lot of issues within um, the LGBT community but also the black community um, to do with homophobia so mm. like yeah I can't, I'm looking forward to it it's been so strange yeah, because um, yeah the Black Lives Matter movement when I obviously in lockdown was pretty horrific for me anyway um, and a lot of people so it's um, been really nice getting back to Bristol and actually having of course because you were over in London when, it, when it all kicked off yeah, yeah, here yeah yeah no so. I, um, I was with my beautiful parents um, they won't be listening to this but I'll just call them but that was, that's, that's okay you, you scored the brownie points you, you exactly, said yeah, <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need all you those you can select points. this one as the one that you give yeah, them to listen yeah, to you know, I'm like this on every show <laughs> yeah no mum I'm so respectful like, <laughs> mum oh my dad God, I love you oh so, well I, I hope I hope it goes alright um, oh, you know because it's a it's a really important thing it, and is, it, was, it was it was it was quite emotional watching the whole thing with the statue coming down and yeah. and, and the like it's so strange because like obviously you've lived in Bristol for longer than me so how what is that for you because I've walked past that statue and obviously I I now know who he is and I knew about Colston and I knew there was a statue there but I never because I never I, when I clocked it I was just rolled my eyes and walked past it but I never really clocked it that much I can't say I'd ever actually stopped and looked at the no, statue neither. for me it was more the fact that the, the whole the Colston stuff's everywhere yeah, that you yeah, look yeah, at got taken um, and it was like and they'd already said yeah we're going to do it we're going to take the statue we're going to rename it and it's just like get on and do it they should have done it years ago they should have done it, it years ago it I was so proud of Bristol it shouldn't have needed that 
that but i totally get why it did i was so proud of bristol but then like um like the next day or something like that like loads of white men and women came out and said all lives matter which was a massive problem for me because there's no only in front of black lives matter it's just saying until black trans lives matter like until yeah. they do then all lives matter yeah. that's right it's, it's very much like with the whole LGBT thing we say equality we don't go on about you know just for gays no, and exactly. things like that do we so. no imagine anyway lovely to have everyone back but that is it for another that's week uh, thank Ooh. you so much for bearing with us uh, uh, while we've been locked down over the last few weeks and a big thank you to BCFM as we are now back in the studios but you can still check us out online at shoutoutradio.lgbt next uh, Next week, they've just turned 25, believe it or not. Uh, We're going to be catching up with Freedom Youth. My age. Um, But from myself, Steph, Terry, Andy, Hans, and the delectable Lara. Why, thank you. Uh, Say bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye, Lara. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.